It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 18th of May, and it's International Museum Day. And a big happy birthday to Miriam Margoyles, Rick Waitman, Toya Wilcox, and Tina Fey. There were 1,979 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and five additional deaths announced. Health Secretary Matt Hancock was in the Commons with an update on the increasingly concerning Indian variant. There's now 2,323 confirmed cases of B1617.2 in the UK. 483 of these cases have been seen in Bolton and Blackburn with Darwin, where it's now the dominant strain. Cases there have doubled in the last week and are rising in all age groups. The outbreak's been detected in 86 local authority areas now, all of which have more than five cases, and there's been a 77% increase in cases over the last five days. And in Bolton, 19 people are now in hospital with coronavirus, the majority of whom are eligible for a vaccine but haven't yet had a vaccine. This shows the new variant is not tending to penetrate into older vaccinated groups and it underlines again the importance of getting the jab especially but not only amongst the vulnerable age groups. Despite the rising number of Indian variant cases, yesterday saw a new step on the roadmap unlocked with indoor pubs and dining and theatres and museums all reopening. Secretary of State for Business Kwasi Kwarteng says the government will continue to monitor the situation. Uh, We had a cabinet meeting last week uh, and the evidence that we had at the time uh, said that we could reopen in the way we wanted on the 17th of May. Now, there's a flexibility here because uh, we've got another five weeks to the reopening. And of course, we'll be, re- we'll be revisiting the data. Jeremy Farrer, director of the Wellcome Trust, told Radio 4 that he thinks it's risky but necessary that the unlocking went ahead. I don't think it's unreasonable to lift the restrictions. We, we do need to lift the restrictions at some point. Uh, we've been in restrictions now for a very long time. But I would stress, this is the hardest policy decision of the last 15 months. Meanwhile, even as theatres reopened, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber isn't happy about those pesky vaccine refusers. I do think it's selfish because, I mean, look at it this way. I mean, you could just say, um, I would like to go out and have a drink tonight and drive home and accidentally I kill somebody. Now, I mean, it seems to be that, you know, that nobody's going to go out and and deliberately infect anybody with COVID, but it's completely wrong. US President Joe Biden announced that the US government will begin a programme to assist other nations with vaccines and supplies to help fight COVID-19 around the world. Rampant disease and death in other countries can destabilise them, those countries, and pose a risk to us as well. New variants could arise overseas that could put us at greater risk. 
And we need to help fight the disease around the world to keep us safe here at home and to do the right thing of helping other people. It's the right thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. It's the strong thing to do. It's one of the enduring mysteries that's puzzled generations. Are there actually unidentified flying objects? Are they aliens or just some unknown technology? Over the weekend, 60 Minutes in the United States spoke to two F-18 pilots about a bizarre encounter they had in 2004 when they saw what appeared to be a genuine UFO, an object they describe as like a tic-tac but the size of a plane that appeared and then zipped away. You know, I think that over beers we've sort of said, hey man, if I saw this solo, I don't know that I would have come back and said anything because it sounds so crazy when I say it. There's definitely something that, I don't know who's building it, who's got the technology, who's got the brains, but there's, there's something out there that was better than our airplane. Still to come on the Smart 7, Prince Harry is back with Oprah and we meet Australia's oldest man. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Yesterday saw the first leg of the championship promotion playoffs with Bournemouth beating Brentford 1-0 and Barnsley losing 1-0 to Swansea. The big story for Spurs fans is that England captain Harry Kane has let the club know he wants to leave this summer, which isn't great news for a club currently in search of a full-time manager after the departure of Jose Mourinho. Kane spoke out last month about this season and his disappointment at the lack of trophies. Yeah, I mean, it's been a disappointing season, if I'm, if I'm totally honest. I think we've, we've had so many opportunities and we haven't quite got over the line for one reason or another. So um, I think when we look back, like I say, we was in a great position come November. Uh, and then that spell kind of over December, January really put a halt to, to what we were hoping to achieve. Look, it's been nearly a full week since we had a Prince Harry story, but get ready, his new series with Oprah on mental health is about to land on your Apple TV Plus box. It's called The Me You Can't See, and it features stories from Lady Gaga, Syrian refugee Fawzi, and more. All over the world, people are in some kind of mental, psychological, emotional pain. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy. Lost it, can't keep it together. To make that decision to receive help is not a sign of weakness. In today's world, more than ever, it is a sign of strength. There were celebrations down under yesterday as Dexter Kruger officially became Australia's oldest man ever. He's a sprightly 111 years and 125 days old, and he's delighted about it. He is, uh, has been, and is, and will continue to be a great honour to be the uh, oldest man ever to be in Australia. Oh, so Dexter, what's your secret? Is there a mysterious, I don't know, food that keeps you so young? Chicken brains. You know, chickens have a head. 
And in there, there's some brains. And they are delicious little things. There's only one little bite. Oh. This has been the Smart Seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.